conditioning. Whoa, there's a word for you. How do you feel about that, Rashad? Um, it's a big word for me. It's a huge word for me. And uh, we went through your wonderful process, and uh, that's the word that popped out of my out yeah. of my belly, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. Because uh, you 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 know you when you're trying to diagnose what's going on, what's the problem, how do we fix it, and you're always looking out there, right? You're looking out there. Well, is it my wife or is it my job or is it my friends? You're looking out there, right? Right. But the one thing you never do is say, what is looking at everything out there, right? Yep. What is what is it? What eyes are looking at it? So I told my client. My client said to me, um, I need a change of scenery. I said, No, you need a new pair of eyes. Ooh, love it! Right? It's That's a good right? one. So, right. so, so, so then, so then, these conditioned eyes have been looking at the world this way. I take yeah. them off and I go, "Whoa, okay." So, some, so in other words, someone else looking at the world and saying, "Well, have I seen everything out there for what it is?" Right. Like Wayne Dyer, Doctor Wayne Dyer, who I respect and uh, love so much, who has passed away. He said. We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are, oh, and that's profound. That's, that's really Love that one. Profound, profound. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so all this path conditioning, um, yes. unconsciously done. It's not like it was done on purpose. So we're not blaming anybody. We're not blaming society. You're not blaming our yeah. parents. We're not blaming our past, and we're not pointing fingers. That's really important to 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 realize. But then going back to it and say, how do I, why do I view success being measured by how much money I've got, how mm -hmm. many clients I've got? Why right. do I measure a successful relationship by how many times we say, I love you, honey? <laughs> you know? yeah. or, or how many times do we measure good parenting by our children saying to us, uh, you're such a good, you're such a good parent, dad. You see, I mean, that's, these are the or wrong they, type of. Uh, yeah. Sorry? Or how they, yeah. Or how they behave. Right. Exactly. Like they're this extension of us. So if they can't keep it together at school, it must be us. And we used to get blamed for that too as parents. Yeah, as parents. Right. And with right. autism, the moms were called refrigerator moms. Their kid had autism because they were so cold themselves. That's how that all started. Like, what? Crazy. Right, exactly, because we're a society and generally like to blame. Like, that's what we do in corporates, corporations oh, yeah. as well. All right, well, let's do an audit, right? Bring in all the numbers. Where's the problem? Ah, he's the problem. Get rid yep. of him. Right? Exactly. Not realizing that, that he is the symptom of the team, right? Your weakest <laughs> link in the organization is yeah. what is what, what forms the organization. So, yep. um, so, so it is that put on a new set of eyes and then look at the world differently and look at yourself differently because right? it's how you see yourself is the reflection of the world. So, so Carl yeah. Jung says so beautifully, what you see wrong in the world is wrong with yourself, right? And that's yes. a very difficult thing to do because most people like to blame. Like you mentioned about uh, uh, parents with autistic children, the moms are to blame, right? And that's not fair on the moms, but, but, but the person asking the question needs to go back and look into themselves and say, why are you projecting it out there, right? So look within, understand your conditioning. And I love the teachings of Jung because he's, he talks about the shadow. The yes. shadow is the, is the part of you that lurks in the background that's pretending not to be part of you. So the, yeah. tiny, the Japanese say we wear three masks. Mm, we wear one nice. mask to the world. We wear another mask to ourselves. And then there's the mask that we actually are. And what we want to do is go beyond the masks and identify, integrate, 
yeah. everything that we are and then love and accept it. It's not a blame game. A lot of right. people think, oh, so you want you want me to admit that I'm a bad guy? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being a bad guy. Yeah. Who is a good guy? You know, they, I always yeah. use an example. I always use example of, uh, uh, you know, uh, the guy who ended up killing 12 people, right? And then they interview him and uh, they interview the, the neighbors and said, he was such a lovely guy. I don't know how yes. he did that. We generalize based on patterning on what we know to be good or bad, uh, yes. what's right and wrong. And then we impose this on society. The problem is good and bad is an ever moving goalpost, right? Because what was good yesterday is bad today. Think about parenting. Right. My God. I know, you know? right? It's, 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 <laughs> and then the corporates as well, right? It's like mm -hmm. in the old days, talking about your emotions. Hey, that's, that's you know, that's that's woo-woo stuff. That's not right. belonging here. Yeah. The new age is like, but the problem is, then we overcompensate on the other side, right? Yeah. So now we're sure. all squishy, lovey-dovey and no work getting done. So we need yeah. to get the, the balance right. You know? Yeah. And that's the and whole that's thing. what I call duality, good and bad, and then unduality, everything just is. And that gives you time to look at it. That keeps you out of ego. So, yeah. And so I, I don't know if you feel like you've gone through this, but you've been told. So we've been told, you know, what is good what is bad and kind of go along with that and then that's what prevents us from being free which you totally experienced in your transformation story so yeah you want to speak to those yeah so so you've been told or we've been told a certain uh interaction with life that you know to be a good person means that you know that you uh, have uh, a good job and have a good family. You see how this word good is so polarized, right? And it, right. what does that mean, good? Uh, yeah. And that you must be a good person and that you must be a nice person. So yeah. at any moment, um, someone else can just say, no, he's a bad person. You know, like one of my clients was saying to me, I said to him, you know, this is what he should be doing. And he said, oh, is that a good, was I doing a good thing or a bad thing? I said, it, it's not about good or bad. Right? Yeah, man. And I, and I love what Rumi says, Rumi, the great poet, he said, beyond right and wrong, there is a garden. I will meet you there. Yes, I love that. Right? So, yes. So, so, so <laughs> what you've been told needs mm -hmm. to be revisited. It's like yes. the movie The Matrix. It's like you're in a program, okay? Mm -hmm. And the program, and it's not some kind of sci-fi woo kind of stuff. You've got to remember, you've been conditioned to see the world a certain way. Yes. Now, is it working for you? If it's working Ooh. for you, no need to change it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if it's not working for you and it's not finding joy with you, with your organization, with your relationships, let's revisit why we see the world this particular way. And right. I bring a lot of the teachings of the Zen masters who who incorporate looking at the world in a different way altogether, right? So, yes. so how do we get beyond this then prevents us from being free, right? Because we're not free with the program for you to win. Because the program that you're using right now about what's good and bad, right and wrong, it's not working for you. And if it is, great. Look, it works when you're successful and you're a nice guy and everything. You screw up one of society's patterns. Now you're the bad guy, you're the bad girl, and you're just discredited. Right. And now you suffer that. Yeah, so I say, absolutely. Yeah. And that prevents you then from being free and uh, yeah, I, the important. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I studied um, Bible study fellowship for like uh, seven, six, seven years. And the best thing I took away is um, 
how you know we study character if you will from the bible and and what they did which would be like considered sin or whatever and it's like how are you doing that in your life and it's like what he's like this major bad guy or bad woman or whatever you know it's like what do you mean do it in my life and i loved uh that teaching um where you could look at your own shadow side and it was interesting because people who thought that person was like really really bad they had a whole lot more inner work to do than some other people so that was that was just uh super freeing and uh yeah that, that's the kind of stuff though that keeps you from feeling free how about listening to your soul when you yeah. think about that or not think about yeah. that what <laughs> comes up well, from your soul when you hear that well, from from my soul um you see when you're trying to decide what's good for you what's bad for you what this what this situation means if you engage in the dialogue in your head and you say well according to this then i'm screwed or you know right. or, or or you know i'm terrible at this or i'm terrible at that or uh, this is going to happen and all these things confuse you so in order to transcend the um, rational mind which is pol polarity right it's the left yeah. and right brain it's right and wrong it's black and white it's you know is he a good guy or a bad guy you got to put him in a box right everybody mm -hmm. loves boxes and so if you look at your heart or your soul uh, i say it's an organ of singularity because the heart as you mentioned speaks in onesies right it's just the one, soul one. i say speaks in onesies yeah the soul the heart if you want to differentiate that you can but it depends where you where you locate it because uh, it, it is a a, a, a mystical uh, thing that you can't isolate but because the heart in all traditional cultures is not um for instance aristotle said the seat of the soul is the heart and the ah. brain is just a lump of flesh so, <laughs> so so but we like to arrange things so but if you listen to your heart to your soul to your to your intuition to your inner guidance to your inner child all these things and most of us don't know how to tune into our intuition and that's why we get confused we get annoyed and we get frustrated and so part of what i do is teach you how to calm down your mind bring yes. your awareness into your body linda you know very well because we did that together centering in your Good. breath um and and then and then feeling what's actually going on and, and yeah. because the, the the more you engage with the mind the more confused you get right and yes, and right now so. it's, it's so confusing because we have thousands of different opinions ideas and information mm -hmm. you can watch 10,000 hours of youtube and you'll still feel horrible right right mm -hmm. so it's not about that but if you sit quietly as we did breathe through your belly right calm down your mind for a bit in your brain mm -hmm. and allow your intuition to arise it's amazing yes. what you find you know it was one of the biggest yeah. gifts that i ever learned was to tune in to the voice inside of me i didn't know there was a voice inside of me all i heard was the yeah. ego mind babbling yeah. on and on for sure till you learn to be the observer of the observed right <laughs> you see yourself yeah. more from the outside i love it thank you so much rashad this is great